Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the fantabulous Sharon Carpenter. Hi, hi Georgie, hi everyone. Yep, I'm Sharon Carpenter, TV presenter here in New York City, and uh, I'm showing off my golden tan right now, or bronze tan, maybe it's a little more bronze. You are looking like a bronzed goddess, and I'm Georgie Porter, (laughs) and I'm actress in a soap, I'm having a great time and not as bronzed as you. Well, gel. <laughs> in a soap, you're in the soap. <laughs> All right, guys, find out what made Georgie say this. Yeah, people need to give themselves a break. Oh, what made Sharon say this? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Right, so your Insta stories, everything is beautiful. Where have you been? Please tell us all. I've been in St. Martin, or I think the way you actually say it is St. Saint- Martin. Okay, because uh, yeah. there are two sides. So there's the French side, and then there's the Dutch side, and I was on the Dutch side of St. <gasps> Martin. And it was actually a working trip, to be honest. I mean, I know it looked like a vacation because I'm there running around in bikinis. It was actually a work trip. So I was invited out there by a guy named Trevor Pretty, who he's the CEO of this big entertainment company called Pretty Boy Worldwide. And they basically uh, look for artists all over the Caribbean. And every year he'll hold a showcase and invite a bunch of us out. So uh, oh. journalists, A&Rs, there were a bunch of people there from the UK, actually. It was re- a really oh, interesting group. Cool. There were like 20 of us, uh, but mostly UK people in the music industry. And then a few US people as well, like some designers in there. So I got to meet some really incredible people. And the tourism board was involved. They made sure we had an amazing time. So, you know, St. Martin, absolutely beautiful, beautiful place. What was your highlight, Sharon? What was like your peak? What went, what was your best bit? Aside from just seeing how much talent there is in the islands when it comes to, to music, I've got to say it was the zip lining. This is the steepest zip liner <gasps> in the entire world. It's in St. Martin, Rainforest Adventures, it's called. <sighs> And I was, I mean, my stomach was in knots, right? I was so (laughs) nervous. They have like a couple of baby zip liners and then like the big zip liner is the one that's the really steep one, right? And they warn you, okay, you got to be ready for this one. But 
Here's why it wasn't so bad for me. Because I actually had a cab picking me up. I was running late. I'm at the top of the zip liner. I'm like, dudes, I'm next. I was like, I'm about to miss my flight back to New York. But I'm somebody who's not really into to roller coasters and things. So mm. I'm proud of myself for getting through that. Do you, would, have you zip lined before, <gasps> Georgie? Or are you a roller coaster kind of gal? Let me tell you. So I am literally, you know, like exhilaration. Like I love all that kind of stuff. Like I yeah. love fast everything like that then when I did when I did Dancing on Ice where you dance on Ice and I did the headbanger I I got like vertigo but ever since that time I've got like I get sick in the passenger seat of a car and you're like you get older it's that embarrassing being like oh I get a little travel sick I remember I went to LA once and we went to like six I think it's six flags and there's a roller coaster like that's unreal it literally is like a claw and you flip around oh hell no after that I had to lie down in the middle of the walkway because I was like I need I need a minute I hate that when your friends tried to talk you into doing these things that you are dead set (laughs) against right and the the peer pressure yeah but then but it's because I'm such an adrenaline junkie I forget that I've got like a sickness or I'm ill so then it I turn to Pearson S and I'm like oh no this is not good for anyone. And then I just yeah. think I'm going to vomit everywhere. So if it's good, if you've got like a reason to slide down on like the biggest zip wire in the world, like you had yeah. to do it. Like, well, yeah, like, that's, yeah. Not even think about it. I've got a funny story. Like I went away with my old roommate actually in college. I, mm. We went to like this low budget theme park with yeah. her and, and these two guys. And they all wanted to go on one of those rides that as it's spinning around, like the seat that you're on is also spinning around, right? So it's like double spinning going on. So they tried to talk me into going on it. I was like, hell no guys, I'll be here on the ground. I'm going to take pictures of you. They were making fun of me, making jokes. They get up there and the man who was operating the ride, I don't know what was going on, but he thought it would be really fun to make them go for a spin on three different rides, like three times back to back to back. By the end of it, they were screaming. Like the guy who was making fun of me the most, as soon as he got off there, he like ran to the, the bin and threw up. You just reminded me of when we were a kid, actually, my friend Mary. Do you know like the one where you sit along the wall and you sit in a line together? The motion of this, she, we'd had like a night out. We were very young, probably drinking on the park, something like like that. As we swung around, she threw up in the air, but as it came back down, oh. we were sick, caught us all. And we had to go wash ourselves in like the Asda toilet. Like it was Tara, we've also got a reminder to tell everyone about our awesome competition. If you guys didn't know already, you know we have a competition where you can win a 250-pound ASOS voucher. In fact, six of you can walk away with 250 pounds worth of whatever you want from ASOS hair off loose lips right and what do you have to do you've got to listen to our main episode uh, our last main episode so last tuesday's episode it's called shall we give our listeners a treat and that is your treat right there so it will tell you exactly how you can enter it's easy peasy to be honest just listen in and give us a rating hopefully five smiley thumbs ups because that is a whole summer wardrobe right there for you (gasps) <gasps> 250 yeah, pounds it, it's your going out little sitting outside your bars and eating outside you could get a yeah. little jacket and a pair of shorts why not yes yeah, summer brunch all that good stuff i guess we should move on to our first news story this one's really really mm. interesting yeah okay so 
A former airline CEO, okay, who refused to allow female staff to take menstrual leave, if you've Mm -hmm. ever heard of that before, has been fined in court. So since 1953, women in South Korea have been allowed to take one day off a month if they have painful periods. And the ex-head of Asiana Airlines turned down 138 requests for menstrual leave. Uh, And of course, we don't have menstrual leave in the UK or in the US. And no. what's interesting is he was fined. Uh, he. I think it's <laughs> two. I think it was a he. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it's a he. Yeah. He was fined two million one. <gasps> okay, which is the currency. It sounds like a lot, but it's only $1,790, oh, which okay. I'm sure is like nothing to them. But yeah. but I find this so interesting. Georgie, for, what are your thoughts, first of all, on menstrual leave? So I've never had such pain in my um, period, my monthly period. I've, yeah. I've I went through a time when I was really young when I used to bleed a lot. Like this is yeah. really, it was really hardcore. Like I'd stay over at like a friend's house and then if I slept on the settee, the whole settee would be covered in blood. Yeah. And it'd be yeah, like, yeah. A, like a crime scene. And literally I'd feel so embarrassed, yeah. so upset about it. And I'd wake up and be like, oh. Uh. So then I had to Especially like- Especially if you're at someone else's house, that's yeah. really tough. Staying over. I mean, it wouldn't stop me staying over because I'd just be like, you get me, you get the blood. I managed to go like on a pill, like on a pill that would like sort yeah. of calm that down. So that helped me. So I personally, I never got the pain. But okay. I mean, have you, have you ever got the pain? I did. I used to have, not so much now, but mm. I used to have such bad periods that I would literally be curled up in the fetal position, rocking back and forth <gasps> in yeah. bed because it hurts so much. And I remember one time I was I was at work and I made the mistake of having some coffee when I already had bad period pains. Ladies, stay away from the coffee oh. <laughs> when you've got those cramps because, yeah. oh, my God, I had to go into the bathroom. I was doubled over. I had work to do. I was in so much pain. Uh, and usually painkillers work for me, though. Like if I take painkillers yeah. ahead of time, I have to take a couple. Uh, if I take them before the pain start, then yeah. that's putting me in a much better place. But But the way I look at this is, okay, if you are going to take menstrual leave, I'm, I'm taking the boss perspective right, right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's just say you own a small business. I would want, if I'm going to give somebody menstrual leave, you have to prove to me yeah. that your periods are that painful, right? Yeah. I need some sort of an official doctor's mm-hmm. note or something. Yeah. Because um, the thing is, when you really add it up, it's really going to affect your bottom line because it's 12 months of the year. That's Let's just say one day. Sometimes it's two days from what I read. It could be as many as two days um, menstrual leave. So that's one day for each woman. That's 12 days off. You double that up if it's two days. That's basically a full month off. Depending on how many women you have working at the company, that's a lot of paid leave. Sometimes it's unpaid, but oftentimes it's paid. So so that's going to affect your bottom line. And you can imagine that there are going to be some bosses out there, not even just male bosses who might think to themselves, well, why am I going to hire a woman? Because now I've got to pay them for these extra days. I mean, you could argue and say, well, we get paid less than men oftentimes anyway. So it makes up for that. It it makes it more difficult. And it sort of brings that negative stereotype when it comes to hiring women. I think as well, like, because I witnessed this when I did a tour with my musical I did, and there was one of my best friends on this tour and she would have 
unbelievable pain and she was like um, the drummer her. and she was the best drummer you've ever heard in your life like incredible and so that was her wow. that was her talent that was her place that was her um like her role her understudies yeah. weren't that good at drumming but obviously they'd like do it uh, like you know they'd learn but she was in that much pain that she physically could not do the show and she's not okay. like you know she's not a whingy person so I knew yeah. for a fact that she was being serious because you know like some people want to take the piss and just be off work for a day or just be like yeah. oh, I'm just gonna have this off and go and have a coffee with my friends so exactly. I agree with you you have to have like the proof and the thing and I knew for a fact that she did not want to lose her position in doing a show because she's so good yeah. and talented so why would she yeah. want to give somebody else it and then yeah and I thought, but if you have to go, you have to go home. You don't want to be that it weak that person bad. being yeah. like, oh, I can't do my job properly. Or, and, and, like, and I do think like women are strong, aren't they? Because we don't want to be yeah. seen as yeah. a weak link in a job. Exactly. Like, yeah, like uh, apparently not a lot of women do take that, that option. But, but um, the CEO is saying that there were many suspicious cases okay, oh, in which requests yeah. for the leave were, were made near holidays oh. and non-duty days. Um, oh. and, and also said that uh, a lot of the employees did not want to prove that they were oh. having a period. I'm not sure how you prove you're having a period. Do you, do you want to hear what I, I think the solution is? Yeah, yeah, go for it, Shazia. Yeah. Work from home one day a month to work from home because now we've proven during the pandemic that, that we, we can, can. be productive at home. And at least, you know, for a lot of women who are in the workplace who are having yeah. these issues, um, you know, they can take their painkillers, they can yeah. work in their own time and get the job done. Sort of and they can wear the pajamas. In the comfort of their bed. In the Have pajamas. a hot water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's a solution. And also very quickly on that, isn't it funny how all women are on the periods at the same time? And actually when they're all sharing the same cause, that kind of does happen. So it could be kind of believable that they're all managed to get it at the same time coming to a holiday and can you imagine like the whole company like comes to a close because like all the women there like have the day off at the same time <laughs> yeah but it's so weird how that does work doesn't it like yeah. you spend a lot of time with a woman and then your cycles like sync up it's really interesting yeah. I'm not sure what the biological reason is behind that I don't know if I want to know the biological reason because I think it might <laughs> be more in the man's favor than ours Next one, news number two. Okay, so we kind of spoke about this in one of our last, um, in our last podcast, didn't we, about sort of... We did. Facial anxiety is triggering a cosmetic surgery boom. And we'd mentioned before about men sort of having more cosmetic surgery. But now yeah. it's sort of people saying experts think that this boom is a combination of seeing ourselves more on Zoom with the rise of Instagram plastic surgery filters. And... Mm -hmm. Now, apparently, there's operations in high demand, uh, including Botox, fillers, nose jobs, and full face and neck lifts, which I think wow. I might get me one of those. I want the neck of a swan, please. Um, it's, it's in an article by the New Statesman. It reports some practices have seen an increase in requests as high as 200%. That's incredible. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, we're seeing each other, or we're seeing ourselves way more than we naturally should, right? Yeah. 
we're on Zoom right now. Like we're looking at ourselves way more than we should. Yeah, all the time. So we're becoming both more narcissistic and also more insecure, right? Mm. But it's interesting. We did talk about the filters last time and how Jamila Jamil feels that those filters should be banned. And I think Mm. we both agreed was sort of too far gone. And they also, you know, we like them oftentimes. But, But a lot of these cosmetic surgeons are saying that younger and younger women are coming in because of these filters and saying they want to look like these filters so yeah uh, and what's what's interesting as well right and another one because you mentioned a few different types of surgeries and 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 services that people are going through that have Mm. gone up um another one is i'm not even going to try to pronounce the real name but like eyelid surgery right to make your eyes like tighter and wider and look more youthful and apparently the reason for that is because we're wearing masks so often there's more focus on the eyes and it's a lot of men again it's a lot of men who are getting this done so i wonder if it's like oh because you know i'm walking down the street and to get a woman's attention now it's all in the eyes or she's not going to give me the time of day and so you know you don't have give me that give me that eyelid surgery Yeah, we don't get to see that chiseled jawline anymore. Or their sexy beard is like literally just a blue mask. Yeah, and if they talk to us, it's all muffled. It's not that witty (laughs) sense of humor. It's a sad state of affairs, really, isn't it? And I I wish we could all love ourselves more. I mean, I get it. And and you and I, I mean, we're in professions where we're on camera. So we always have to think about the way that we look, right? Yeah. Constantly thinking about the way that we look. But now everyone has to think about the way that they look because of social media because these zoom calls we're all on camera now so we're sort of all in the same boat so so i'm sure you can relate to to a certain extent that it's like oh we we want to look good but here's the other thing i think a lot of people feel that they have aged sort of in an accelerated way an accelerated rate during the pandemic because we've all been stressed out I mean I had a diet of Cadbury's cream eggs for the first couple of months that wasn't good for me I managed to reel it all back in but I think that's the other thing because a year has gone by and people are probably worried they're using June 21st when the country opens up again as a deadline they're like racing to get this done before they have to get back out there in the world and they're worried that okay in the past year uh, people may think oh well you know what happened to you but also i think as well because we've not seen each other face to face and sat yeah. like so close to each other we've not been able to say to each other oh you look good or oh this is gorgeous or just remove this little bit of makeup here like we've not been able yeah. to preen each other and like you know like when we've gone out on a, on a night out in the toilets and the girls have gone oh your makeup's slipping or whatever like that so we've not been able to be looked after whereas now it's like yeah. you look in the mirror and you go oh my god my wrinkles like my digital tv is not sh- like covering up my wrinkles and my lighting that I've managed to put in this place is just not the yeah. same when I sit outside in in a cafe open air situation. So I think people True. are just panicking that they've they think they've never looked like this before when actually they probably we've probably had better skin condition because we've been sat inside away from the sunshine and away yeah. from pollution as much. And actually yeah. we probably need to take a breather and just go, we probably look better now than we did running around countries on planes and doing all sorts of things in the sun you're right you're right we should be better rested yeah people need to give themselves a break and like stop being so hard on themselves 
and we need to learn to love ourselves and and things that make us a little quirkier i mean so what if your eyelids a little droopy that can be sexy in its own way my ex-boyfriend uh had sort of hooded hooded eyes right that kind of made him look like you know he had those bedroom eyes all the time (laughs) yeah there can be something hot about that like take off my mask eyes look what's underneath (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly so you know love yourself give yourself a little self-care a little pampering I mean if you want to get some stuff done that's fine as well but but don't go to the extreme because there are a lot of people out there looking like plastic dolls and like robots Mm. and looking very you know plastic and I think ultimately okay it might look good on camera but I think in the real world it doesn't come across in the same way so just you know if you want a little tweak here and there okay go for it but but you know really think about it before you come go back. for any of the bigger yeah. stuff the nose jobs and stuff like that I mean come on heard of yeah. contouring I do a little contouring on my nose yeah. so and next time you see me I'll have a swan neck <laughs> We're back, everybody. Uh, And yeah. Uh, So listener letter, our first listener letter. This is where it gets really fun. Um, So this one's from Gemma, uh, who's saying, hello, Sharon and Georgie. I'm a huge fan of you both and the podcast, of course. I hope you read this one out. I we're want to it. ask you, we, we're doing it, it's happening. Um, I want to ask about living alone. I live in a house share, but I'm starting to think about moving into a one bed. I'm 27 and it just really appeals to me, but I don't want to get there and suddenly feel really isolated and alone. What should I think about before pulling the trigger? Well, it sounds like you are ready and, uh, and raring to go. Once I lived alone, like I couldn't go back to to living with somebody and I've had some um some interesting situations I mean it can it can certainly be lonely and then I I think it's you're gonna feel sort of 
even more of an adult, I think, when you take that step and you get your own place because now it's a step up in responsibility, both financially and just taking care of everything. Now you're responsible for all the dishes in the sink. Oh, yeah. uh, you're responsible, you know, when things break, you got to be the handyman or woman. Mm. Um, you've got to pay the full rent or mortgage or whatever it is that you're moving into. And I think that's good for all of us. I think everybody, um, if you can, if you're financially independent enough, uh, should live alone at least for some yeah. period of time. Because it's also a great way to get to know yourself as well. And you're the boss, you're in control. Because I remember one roommate situation, I had a roommate who was, and an may you rest in peace, because he actually passed away from a, a really bad asthma attack. He was, mm. he was a great roommate. He was a good friend as well. But I remember coming home one time and... He was having a party in the house. He didn't even tell me. He was like throwing this party and he wasn't even there. So there were all these random people in my place and he was nowhere to be found because he was like having an argument with his girlfriend oh, around the corner. Or something. So I was fuming. So I was with a yeah. guy friend of mine. I was like, we got to get everyone out. So he, what, he rushed in there. He's like, out, everybody out. Oh, He's like, you yeah. don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I <laughs> agree, Sharon. I think, I think when like you've like lived on your own, it's yeah. different when you've lived with people and then you get that, um, you know, that the usualness of like sharing and stuff like that. But then yeah. when you've lived on your own and then you share, it can be so difficult can't it because it can really be difficult you find your way you like to put your own stuff somewhere you like your own things done yeah. at whatever time you like your tea whenever you want to come yeah. in do whatever or like when you get told by somebody else like don't do that there don't put that anything uh, uh, yes like what i like, think yeah like, you're not my parents i'll do what i want yeah but I, you I can't dance so around people. naked anymore that's one of the fun things like you can't dance around naked in the same way or maybe you can i don't know depending on your roommate situation but yeah, maybe they're naked <laughs> one so of the much. perks yeah, yeah but, but i do agree like i i moved away from home when i was 16 so i oh, wow. i literally lived um a life by of, yourself at 16. Um, where did I move to? I moved to Chester to ballet school. I moved in okay. with like a house person and she was yeah. awful. Oh so then I Why? did eventually, oh, she was like, just mean. She was like, the, no. you know, that film where she knocks the ankles off that um, writer. Oh my God, misery. She was her. She was misery. Um, oh. Oh, I had the stories were just unbelievable what she used to do um but and then I moved in with my friends and then it was like literally like my mum didn't know what I got up to so I lived <laughs> life <laughs> so you had some fun times <laughs> really it can really certainly fun. be fun yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can certainly be fun but I remember one situation we had this roommate who um moved in very quickly because the girl who was living with us originally, there were three of us, she had to, she switched schools, switched universities. So she had to go to a different state. But she mm. was like, I've got someone who can move in the right way. We were like, great. So this guy moved in and we never got to a point where we got along with him. And he ended up being somewhat crazy in a in a bad <sighs> way. So yeah. there was one time, I think he was trying to kill us, to be honest. <gasps> like, seriously. There was one time he left a space heater on. You know the ones that get really, really hot and you're supposed to unplug them and like yeah. not keep them on? So yeah. he left a space heater on the whole entire weekend in his bedroom. And we only went, I can't even remember why we went in there. One of us went in there and realized it had been on for like two, three days. And then he used to get really angry with us because there was one time we thought he was home and we put the chain on the door 
before and he hadn't been home so he was trying to get in and he was so mad and screaming and yelling at us because he couldn't get in um and then one time we did sneak in his room because we were getting scared and we found some pictures of him holding all these different types of guns (gasps) so like all these different types of guns so i think he was out to get us so once we saw that we were like nah you know you've got to you've got to move dude you've got to get out of here he needs to live on his own yeah like (laughs) he needs to live on his own with his with his guns sometimes when you have sorry guys it's usually you guys but we had another male roommate who used to every morning (laughs) without fail why did he have to piss on the toilet seat every morning every morning and you know when you wake up you're like dying to go to the bathroom you're like running to the sprinting to the bathroom right and it's like you're about to sit down and there's like some man's pee on the seat and sometimes on the floor as well so no thank you no No. and also that's that's particularly bad for someone like me when you've got fake tan on and you sit on the seat and then you've got somebody else's wee marks underneath your thighs Uh, oh my god oh no Listener letter number two. I think we did that really well. Um, Yeah. From Anonymous. Dear Loose Lips, I can't wait to hear what you think of this one. I'm just Mm. going to go for it. Okay. Do Do it. (laughs) My mum is obsessed with winning the lottery. (laughs) She thinks about it all the time, spends so much money on it, but that's not the worst part of it. I think she thinks she'll only be happy when she wins it. She's all, when I win it, I'll, and I'm just, I don't want her to wait for it to happen because let's be honest, it won't. How do I handle this one? (laughs) Well, it might happen, but it's probably going to be about 10 pounds. Yeah. Not going to be like the mega millions that you expect. Mm. But then again, somebody wins, right? Somebody's got to win. That's the thing. Somebody wins. Yeah. I did ever tell you about my friend who, um, she was a great actress in in my work. And she'd won 250 grand on a scratch card. Oh my God. It couldn't have happened to a better person. Like she is adorable. She was great. She needed it because she was leaving work at the time. She went all the way to London to the lottery to find out that actually the decimal point was in the wrong place. Oh God. Now, thankfully, she still did win 25 grand. But okay, with but her look, she could have won £2.50. Yeah, but uh, like she could have won £2.50 is what I would have imagined her look to be. Yeah. But thankfully, yeah. she did win twenty five grand, And it just made me believe and think it does happen. Like, it can. You just got to believe happen. sometimes. You, you have to dream. And I, I would say, you know, let your mom dream. But it's interesting, right? Because sometimes I think as we sort of become adults, right? Mm. Um, there are occasions where we have to sort of step in and be the parent with our yeah. parents because we see them doing stuff that can be, um, you know, not great for them. And you yeah. have to tread carefully in that area. Um, so I would say, you know, let her dream, but maybe you can get her to commit to a spending limit when it comes to the lottery. Because I do mm. find that a lot of people and a lot of older people especially spend a hell of a lot of money um, on the lottery. And I hate it when I'm stuck behind someone who's like buying this the mega millions and the super bowl bowls whatever it is and i'm always stuck behind them and all i want to do is buy a bottle of water and i'm there for about half an hour (laughs) while they're buying some of this and a little bit of that but i would say you know see if you can get her to reel it in and maybe spend that money maybe she'll she saves it and does if she puts in a little jar Put it in a jar, jar. and then that could be the lottery. I know what you can do, Anonymous. Yeah. Right, you'll you'll say to him, oh no, actually it could break her soul, but you could take, 
take the money that you're meant to put on the lottery and put it in a jar and then be like, oh, look, you won the lottery, mum, because it's all the money that you spent on the lottery that you think you won. But then imagine if the numbers came up one day and oh, you no, didn't put the <laughs> Oh, no. I could backfire horribly. And that's probably something that, that would happen. I'd say maybe you know, if she gets a thrill out of doing the lottery as well, because, you know, it is gambling to a certain extent, isn't it? Maybe mm. do something like a bit more constructive. Um, if, if she saves up her money, maybe she can invest in the stock market or something like that. Because you yeah. don't have to buy a ton of money. And we've seen what can happen with the investors who are sort of smaller investors. They can have yeah. a lot of power as well. And that can, there can certainly be a thrill when you see the stock price go up and up and up. Up. not so much of a thrill when it comes plummeting back down again no, um, but I've actually I've invested and I've I've actually made an all right amount of money from just being yeah. smart and investing in the companies that I believe in and that I buy and you know that that are sort of the no-brainers like the apples but then and the you, Amazons do you get the, the money back out though Sharon do you like go right I'm, I'm done now for a bit I'm just gonna mm-hmm. bring this out and go shopping not yeah no so mine yeah, yeah. <laughs> my goal is sort of a long-term plan oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. I just leave it I mean you try not to look at it as well I think what what um her mum can also do is you know if she's got the time maybe maybe she's retired I'm not sure learn to be a day trader because you can make so much money if you get the hang of how the stock market works Ooh. you can learn to be a day trader maybe get your license as well and I know people who have done that and they've made a ton of money mm. uh investing in the stock market so that could be something or or maybe she could spend that money on a passion project whatever it is but something that will make her happy because it sounds like the Long lottery term. isn't making her happy because she hasn't she hasn't yeah. won at this point I I'll tell you a really funny story just really quickly right I um me and a friend of mine we did do that we played the lottery just one time I think it was the only time I played in my life and the numbers came back and he was reading the numbers and the next minute he's screaming I'm like I've never seen him so excited and then he looked at them again he was like oh there's one number off it was the oh. funniest thing I'd ever seen in my oh, life he was could have so won. excited oh, we could have no. won but I was in disbelief anyway but it was it was a funny moment I've had a near miss as well we were in Have Vegas yeah, yeah we was on the roulette table and we'd been there for ages I think when nothing was happening and I was just like I'm going to put all my money on number 17. And I remember 17 because it was a very poignant moment of my life. And I think it was like, I'd like, I don't know, like $400 or something, like ridiculous amount of money because it was so much amount of money on one number. My friends who I was with, Kieran and Carl, I actually remember, and Helen, they literally before he said like, no, like no more bets, they pulled off that number and went, no. And guess what number came in i had 17 i had to walk away and not speak to them for a good two hours because i was like oh my god so it was your friends who pulled it off they were like yeah don't do it because they were like you're gonna lose 400 pound but then it came in and i was like oh Oh my god i would have been walking around (laughs) with a placard in like vegas like whoa she's won the money See, that's the thing as well. You gotta, you gotta encourage your mom here and there because if she does win the lottery, I'm if sure she does, you're gonna want. You're, you're gonna, gonna want to benefit <laughs> the winnings exactly. I think that's all we have time for, isn't it? Yeah. 
Thank you everyone for listening to Loose Lips with amazing Sharon Carpenter who's glowing like a goddess and me, George Aww. Porter, who is, is uh, just trying to die a roots. Um, bonus episode on Friday, extra lippy we call it because we just give you that extra bit, don't we? Uh, yeah, and we're extra lippy ourselves as well. By the way, you are glowing too. You are glowing too, my lovely. Um, you know, we're going to be back on Tuesday next week, of course, with a full episode. Uh, subscribe or follow, rate and review, please. And of course, you can potentially win £250 worth of ASOS. What Six you of you. Six yeah, of you listeners. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. So five-star review everybody uh and we want to hear from you at loose lips at create productions.com and also you can go to our instagram which is at the missy porter and at sharon carpenter and please just enter our competition we're begging you because you'll just win loads of money yeah you will you'll love it you'll love us even more than you do already and we love you too (laughs) all right guys we will see you soon see you on tuesday bye bye Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.